Welcome to Mama Evolve. We're your co-hosts, Andrea and Rochelle, and this podcast is all about the joy and pain of evolving as a mama. Join us as we discuss relationships, parenting, and self-betterment from the lens of two boy mamas. Mama Evolve starts right now. Today's mama mantra, it's okay not to be perfect. Perfect parents don't exist. At all. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thanks for joining us today at Mama Evolve. I'm Andrea. I'm Rochelle. And today um, our topic is going to be parenting styles. So. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like. So let's get right into it. So um, this article that I'm referencing, which I'll be sure to put um, a link in our show notes, goes over the four different um, parenting styles and how kids are affected by it. So I'm just going to briefly go over the four parenting styles and then we can kind of dive deep on um, how we were parented and how we think we parent currently. Sound good? Yes, indeed. Let's do it. All right. So the four types of parenting styles are authoritarian, authoritative, permissive, and uninvolved. So for authoritarian, um, they focus on obedience, punishment over discipline. For authoritative, they create positive relationships but enforce rules. For permissive, they don't enforce rules. They're, you know, the mantra kind of is kids will be kids. And then for uninvolved, they provide little guidance, nurturing, or attention. So what do you think? um, Well, I guess, how do you think you were parented growing up in your two-parent household? um, You know, from like even, has it changed? Like, did it change when you were, you know, a kid and as you got older did it maybe get more lenient or even more strict so I came from a very authoritarian household authoritarian okay authoritarian yes mm-hmm. um yeah they they were very it was very much it was very much um my rules are the rules like there really is not a question about it like because I said so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do um, right. Now I do feel like, especially because um, my parents are of the baby boomer, boomer generation. Same. So <laughs> it, yeah. So, you know, um, I like to put a lot of that towards how they were parented as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and from their parents' time era, children were seen and not heard. So I feel like a lot of that translated into their parenting. Uh, because, I mean, and I'm an only child as well. So what they got to see, that's what they just kind of did. Yeah, they modeled that. Um, yeah. And plus my parents, they both came from a, a pretty big household. My dad had, I think, uh, like five it was five of them, five siblings, and my mom as well. Uh, my dad being the oldest in his family, but my mom being the baby in hers. Okay. So I do feel like there was two different dynamics in that. Yes. Um, but collectively, 
authoritarian, authoritarian, can't even talk. No, you're fine. Authoritarian. Yes. Those two confuse Um, me. So, yeah. um, And then to answer your next question, as I got older, no, honey, it got worse. Um, Which I feel like happens so often with girls specifically. Mm-hmm, because you mm-hmm. know we get to that that child breeding age and they're like oh my god she's like she's smelling herself oh no like <laughs> yeah welcome to the patriarchy Ugh, god but so yes. that is so interesting okay so authoritarian so they focus on obedience okay for sure for sure like i think that not a knock on them but i i feel like it was they were prided on the fact that they were able to um, be able to have like that their child in check so to speak and not you know like in a negative way but yeah like they they had grips on their child they did not have an unruly child that other and yeah and I think that comes yeah. with the territory too because like if you look at our families and um, other parents that our parents were around their children maybe came off as unruly or whatever the case is and that could be because of lack of parenting or, or whatever, but I can definitely see that. I think um, my parents, although they parent separately, mm-hmm. I think they were more on the authoritative side. They were very much about um, enforcing rules, but we still had choices and like it kind of was, it wasn't like a do it or else, but it was like a do it or face the consequences and it was made very clear that, like, you know, you have the choice to do right or do wrong. But if you do wrong, like, you're you're going to get whooped or, like, whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I feel I mean, like... Probably oh, sorry, teetered. go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say it probably teetered between authoritarian. Because there was a few times where, you know, they could tell, you know, tell us what to do. Tell me and my sister what to do. And they didn't feel like they had to explain themselves or, or whatever. So I'm sure it teetered back and forth because they're baby boomers as well. Mm-hmm. And they were raised, you know, in that type of household where you just didn't question adults. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wish I would have questioned anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't. And honestly, even in my early adult years, <clears throat> I do feel like um, when it came down to dis- dis- decision making mm-hmm. and things like that, I felt like... Um, I did find that it was a bit harder because I was used to being told and not like kind of running into a wall, which, you know, as I got older, um, they did loosen up a bit (laughs) um, with some things. And um, we were able to have more of an open dialogue with each other um, as I got older. But yeah, overall, yeah, I do see where there could be negatives in that, but I do also see like the positives as well. I mean, that's a good point. Not having um, like the tools necessarily to, or even the confidence to make your own decisions when you're coming from an authoritarian um, household. I feel like a lot of people run into that. And that's kind of like one of the things I think about when I parent my child is like, I don't need him to I always say this, but I'm like, I don't need them to be submissive. I just need them to, you know, respect, respect authority, but question mm-hmm. it, of course, like, because, mm-hmm. you know, not all authority is good authority. Exactly. And I know, like, for my son, um, 
and especially with how I was raised, I always said I wanted to go into it letting him have way more choices. Mm-hmm. Now, I know for me, him, he's going to be nine coming up here. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, I would say I was very, very permissive, I would say, mm-hmm. because I remembered how I was just constantly told, no, you can't do this or do it this way. It has to be this way. Da 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 da. I always had it in me that I wanted him to be able to just make his own choice. Yeah. But then that can be kind of confusing when you just throw too many choices <laughs> without guidance. Right. So I know like for me moving forward, when I notice certain things about myself and how maybe I would do things that, you know, I have made a few changes where like I took this quiz, we'll actually have this posted in the link as well, um, where you could see your 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 parenting style. Mine, I was told I am in the middle of authoritative and permissive. I could kind of see it both ways, though, um, mm-hmm. from what they explained. Because um, at this point where he's at, I do give him choices, but I do explain. Um, I do try to be better about being lenient. Is where before I was too lenient. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a fine line. I feel like between those two parenting styles, it it can be. I could see where one could kind of easily slip into the other with certain things. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you just just have to find your balance and you you just have to know your kid, though. And you you have to trust your kid, too. Mm -hmm. So... And in this crazy world, that that's hard. Well, <laughs> and sometimes it's not even that you don't trust your kid. You don't trust people. Right. So. And every kid, um, every kid is like needs a different type of parenting. You know, some kids are like, they are completely against, you know, authoritarian parenting. So you kind of have to like n- dumb it down or like bring it down. So that way they don't like feel over disciplined and then start acting you know the opposite or whatever Mm -hmm. um and the same with permissive some kids need a lot of direction and you cannot be permissive with them or they won't get anything done or learn anything or anything so Mm -hmm. I think um one thing I'm learning about now that I found out that I'm pregnant (laughs) congratulations (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) uh one thing I learned is that I mean these kids are going to be eight years apart and they're going to grow up in two completely different worlds, almost a decade apart. And it's going to be a lot of, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of trial and error parenting this child. You know, this child will grow up in a two parent household. Um, so that kind of, you know, combining parenting styles. And we, I mean, we talk about it now, like, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? I'm definitely more permissive than he probably is. Um, but it's, it's interesting. I don't know. I I think I'm more permissive, um, in some ways and more authoritative in others and then vice versa. So, um, and then you have to like, and then you think about grandparents. I mean, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. You have to like communicate, um, how you want to parent your child or what expectations you have for your child, um, as a parent to everyone who's around, even I've had a conversation with my son's teacher recently and I kind of had to like pull it out of her, but she kind of was like, you know, he breaks down when he gets frustrated and he goes in his corner and he takes time to himself. And I'm like, okay, well, how long has this been happening? Like, 
you can mm. you know you can text me when this is going on I know you're busy but like we have to like communicate with because like that's not acceptable in my household like you have to work out things and like yeah you deserve a break but just because you're frustrated because you know something minor I don't know if that's necessary for you to just you know flip out in front of everybody yeah so I don't know I just I think every kid's so different and it's it's a thing it's <laughs> it you can't do yeah. it perfectly no you can't no no parent is perfect <laughs> or else all of our children would be right. um <laughs> but yeah I don't <clears throat> like I know uh my son he has you know certain things you know going on with them you know like learning wise and things like that mm-hmm. um that's another reason why I try to not be overly permissive with mm-hmm. him um, just because he does need certain guidance, right. but then I, he, he just needs a little bit more direction, mm-hmm. but in a certain ways I do try to be kind of permissive only because I do want it instilled in him that he needs to be able to make decisions. He needs to know how to make choices and confidently. Right. Um, so that's my main thing with that and how. I do try to parent my child. Um, it, I don't know. It is tricky, though. I do. Personally, I do not. The authoritarian aspect of it, I don't. Um, that parenting style, although I was raised on it, I don't fully agree on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do kind of see the angle it comes from, I guess, maybe just from living in it. <laughs> Yeah. Like I kind of get it, but um, yeah, I, I I personally don't think that it is full on effective when it comes to long term later in life. Personally, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, I couldn't agree I, because I see like um, like like for instance, my parents because they were parented authoritarian. You can see where they kind of went against that completely as adults. They didn't have me until they were like 28 and 36 or something like that. So like they were living their best life. <laughs> right. And, no, um, I think when my dad was 30 and my mom was 23 when they had me. Okay. So they had you young. So I think a lot of, there's so many different factors yeah. because like, um, you know, I, I know like a lot of times my mom, when she was like on her strict mode, it was because she was tired. You know, she worked three jobs. She was exhausted she was a single mother like by the time she got us we had been with our grandparents running amok and we were like you know we hadn't turned it down and she was like look I'm tired like go do this I'm going to bed and if we messed up the house or something (laughs) like that we had to clean all day the next day or whatever you know what I mean so like I mean I definitely think hers kind of blended with authoritarian and authoritative but um I think a lot of it has to do with like tolerance and patience and having the time to deal with children. And I think that's why it's so important for us as mothers and parents to um, take time for ourselves, to take time to relax and care for ourselves. Because when we take that time, we are able to have the tolerance and the patience for these little people who have all these questions and who forget to do things, and who don't do things right the first time, and it kind of just, you know, we're the only ones who can kind of create that environment for them. 
Right. For sure. No, I totally agree. Um, it, well, that will go more with um, <clears throat> our next episode when we're talking about burnout with what some of the things yeah. you just said. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it's really, especially like the things you just mentioned, it is really hard when you are raising children, especially in a single parent home and then coming home mm-hmm. <laughs> and then trying to undo um, whatever rules or whatever was going on in someone else's home into your own home yeah, or, at, or at school or <laughs> daycare. Children. Yeah. It, yeah. And that, that, that could be a lot. And I, and then it's like, well, what constitutes where it will just look like the parent is just being permissive when they're mm-hmm. just tired, <laughs> you know? Yeah. There you go. Oh, like it's a fine line. Right. It is. And um, I think, well, the reason why we kind of brought up parenting styles for this particular episode is because the last episode we have, we did discuss attachment styles and Mm -hmm. um, basically how you're parented contributes to those attachment styles. So like when you're um, raised in authoritarian households a lot of times like your attachment style could be based off of you know lack of confidence um, or even you know you may be a little less secure or um, well yeah you may be a little less secure just because of you know you having someone tell you exactly what to do and and being punished for not doing it correctly and the same goes for like all the other ones you know um, if if you have a very permissive or uninvolved parent you could see that trickle down into your um attachment style being more avoidant so um Mm -hmm. it's just interesting I think that um you know it it needs to be discussed more how much parenting contributes to our our lifestyles and how we treat our children then as parents um I don't I don't know if it's talked about enough (laughs) because I think a lot of people would do it differently or make more conscious decisions about being parents if they if they knew that I think in our community, especially though, it's definitely not talked about at all. <laughs> not really. Yeah, no, at all. Um, yeah, I don't feel like, um, I feel like too, what I kind of see is when um, a topic like this is brought up to like our elders or something, it almost mm-hmm. becomes like a, like a, um, it ends up being a debate, I feel like. Or someone ends up feeling attacked. Talk about when you're it. Trying to like just have a dis- <laughs> like a discussion <laughs> about you know something was said to me before when I was expressing feelings about something way back, and they were like you know, well we weren't raised to have these feelings. We weren't raised to have a hug, <laughs> you know. And it's like you know, dang. And then it just kind of makes us like in our generation. I try to sit here and think like, well. You know, maybe that is true. And maybe they don't know how to pull out the empathy for us being able to express feelings more openly than what they were allowed to. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's tricky. I do wish that it could be more open than what it is. Yeah, and I, I get the, you know, I get the whole we weren't taught to do it this way or that way. Um, but when you know better, you do better. And then also, um, 
just I don't like the <laughs> lack of I, here's what I dislike extremely from specifically these baby boomers who are our parents these I people know don't to, know how to take to accountability <laughs> accountability I need everybody to hear that because listen one thing about the millennial generation is that you know we were we were semi told exactly what to do you know you do this this way go to school graduate you go to college oh you can't afford college get the student loans graduate once you graduate get a good job and then we graduate and we get a good job and we got all these student loans and the job ain't really that good anyways it's like we're looking for help and everybody's like well you you signed the fine line when you were 18 years old to get all those student loans silly you if you couldn't afford to go to school you shouldn't have went to school you know like what like it's just like you know it's so funny that you know we bail out a lot of people in this society look let me get political real quick um Uh-oh. we bail out banks <laughs> we bail out millionaires and we provide social security for baby boomers, which is the fastest aging population that we have right now. I still pay for social security. Okay. I will never in my lifetime benefit from that shit. So we take accountability and responsibility for our actions. <laughs> okay. Cause listen, we got to do something. Social security is an archaic system that was set up when the life expectancy was like 70 like people are living to 90 something years old now even with cancer and all this other stuff that they're putting in the air but whatever anywho I say all that to say (laughs) I think that my (laughs) look as we transition to our final segment my takeaway I think um is going to be as a parent I plan to take great accountability and responsibility for my actions and how they impact my child I don't want to make any excuses because excuses don't provide solutions. I want to be the best parent that I can be. And that is not going to be a perfect parent, but that is going to be somebody who is able to be corrected. That's all. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't wrong. Hey, you're not wrong. And I'm not mad at it. I fully support this message. Drea for president. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but my, honestly, my main takeaway, and I've always said this always, and I still will just stand by this. I'm going to be the type of parent that is best molded around my child. Um, I'm not going to yes. go off of, um, what I was shown before. I mean, yes, I'll get some ideas or whatever, but I need to be the best parent that goes parallel for my child. Whatever's going to grow him into the best person he's able to be, not, you know, the best person that is the best for me. He needs to be the best for himself. And I think that that's very important. Um. Yeah. So that that's what I take out of all of that. Do I think I could be better in certain areas of my parenting? Sure. But I mean, cut me a fucking break. I've had him for eight years. <laughs> He's my only one. <laughs> like, okay. Like I'm trying. All right. Um, and on top of that, you know, I'm a woman raising a man. Yes, I have my partner. You know, we live together. We've been together three years. Um, just lived together barely a year now. But, you know, like my 
my child has not really had like a full on father figure because his uh, father is mm-hmm. not present. So, and I say this, mm-hmm. like I always say too, I am not a man. So <laughs> <laughs> I can do the best I can, you know, to show him what a man looks like to me or, you know, what I've known a man, a good man to be, um, my father. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we have to use what we have be willing to expand our knowledge and for more to know more and then apply that to our children to to do the best that we can that's all we can do the best we can that's yeah so that's my takeaway from all of this i couldn't agree more you got a parent specific to your child well that wraps up our show everyone thank you all for listening Thanks for listening to Mama Evolve Podcast. Be sure to follow and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New shows air every Monday. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Mama Evolve Podcast. Send us a DM. Let us know what topics you might like to hear us discuss. See you soon.